Where are you from, anyway? Corapeak. Corapeak? Corapeak, Corapeak. Are you from out of state? Not exactly, George. I'm from another planet. Planet? Welcome to Grover's Mill. No, thank you. <laughs> so I want you to let me just get this straight here. Uh, Do you build shopping malls on the, on the planet Cora Peak? No, I live on Cora Peak. I work on Zabar. Zabar? Zabar. Zabar. I'm assuming that's another planet. It is. Everybody, my name is Andrew, and I'm Mark, and you are listening uh, to Television Movie Nights on a holly jolly snow-filled December morn. Mark, how are you? How's the shopping going, Andrew? Uh, I mean, I was at all the all the Black Friday sales, as you know. Oh, no, I was Mark, I was no. pushing people out of the way. Oh no, I was I had to get that what the seventy five dollar television. Uh, I, they, they made me sign up for like the, every target membership in order to get the $75 television and there yeah. were fees associated with it, but I think I got the deal at the end. <laughs> Mark, uh, th- th- how, how many, how many stores did you go to on Black Friday? Cause we're here in, we're here in lovely California and, yeah. uh, they, uh, they have, they have, uh, very confusingly suggested that we don't go outside, but we do. But don't unless you really want to. I, I don't exactly know. The, the the stay at home order, as far as I understand it, is stay at home um, unless you don't want to. But if you don't, you can't go get your hair cut. But if you want to go to the nail salon, you I can go guess. to the salon, but you can't get your hair cut. Yeah, you can and... get a tattoo, but don't. Go to the zoo? I, I don't exactly know. <laughs> it rhymes, yeah. It, they, it was in rhyming couplets was how they gave it to us. So I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's confusing out here in Los Angeles. I uh, will get COVID at the sea. I will not get COVID <laughs> from a bee. Well, not yet. Uh, 2021, though, a very... Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see. Twenty, we probably will. It will yeah, be bees. That, that will be, yeah, that will be bee to human transfer uh mark are you in line right now for the uh, big vaccine are you already standing in line is that the next black friday deal that we need to be lining up outside every hospital yeah uh looking through the like priority list it is apparent that i will not be getting the vaccine before may uh Um, the new york times had a had some kind of interactive article that it's like where do you live what's your age do you have any of these jobs and you like typed in and all that stuff and you're and like, like here's where you are in line do i have a job no <laughs> no man why are, you ha- why are you hassling me times why are you doing this to me new york it's you and my mom every time no the uh and it's like here's your place in line and basically it's the same place uh for like the fast pass that i got for rise of the resistance that is like it, it, it'll be the both will also come around in in sure. like june of next year yeah, it's uh very, very, 
well, you know, do we need, Mark, do we really need vaccines? I mean, come on, use your head, use your head. I mean, like thinking about it, I was like, how long would it take for me to develop diabetes? Like if I really tried. Well, I was talking to people. I we could let that be, get me further up the line. No, we become we do a stripes. We become first responders. Oh, uh, that's then it. we get those vaccines, and then we just try. We quit. Just get and out of there. Quit. Smart. They give us the vaccine. We're like holding a gurney. We're like <laughs> suckers. Drop that Drop son it. of a bitch right there, and just off yeah. we go. Break uh, my foot. Another first responder has to come and bandage it. Uh, speaking of, uh, triage, Awful stuff. uh, yes, <laughs> terrible things, television movie night, your home and resource for made for TV movies. Yes. I good, good segue. Yep. Uh, we are in December. Uh, if you hadn't realized, I hadn't realized like we're Christmas is only like two and a half weeks away. I don't have anything I... done. I was trying to convince my family and I got a lot of pushback that I was like, hear me out. What if all the holidays, we don't do them, but we do them <laughs> really big next year? Huh? Huh? And they're like, no. And they like, this We're sounds, still doing this stuff. This sounds like, like, this sounds like you'll have this exact same pitch next year. Yeah. Well, maybe that was the problem is I've been every year since I was 14. I've been like, hear me out. What if what we, if we don't celebrate Easter, but like next Easter, that's the, it'll be off the hook. Just, and just, I said hook because it's 2004. And they said, uh, all right, but these eggs we bought are not going to get any fresher. Yeah. That we've had, like, no, we've had them. since keep 1999. Them keep them hidden. Well, uh, we were watching Christmas movies. Uh, last week we watched uh, the, the Christmas Wife. The yeah, wife, the wife. It's a wonderful. It's a wonderful wife. Yeah, he wasn't that wonderful though. That was the that was the no. big issue. Uh, this that's around, probably what the that's probably what the script note was. It was probably called "It's a Wonderful Wife," and then the network came back. It, HBO was it was like, no, she's not wonderful. <laughs> so you can't say that. We'll get sued. We'll get sued if we tell people that she's wonderful. And legally, she legally, we will be on the hook because people will, will tune in expecting a wonderful wife. And yeah, they will be. It's false advertising. It's false I advertising. Did, look, I did. I already did. A, I did a nickel in Sing Sing <laughs> because I wrote seven days in May. And when I turned in the script, I realized, oh, my God, it's actually six days in May. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just. It was sad. It was sad, but I deserved it. I I did the time. I did the crime. So I, I, I did, did the, the time. I learned. Yeah, I tried to get away with it, but you know the the system works. They'll get you. They'll get you eventually. This time around, however, we were watching a movie entitled "Guess Who's Coming for Christmas," also known as UFO Cafe, also known as. Uh, Field of Dreams Part Two. Guess Guess Who is coming for Chris uh, Christmas um, how to serve how to serve how Christmas to serve, dinner to humans uh yes also known as blue harvest and we will be talking about it at length in a segment I like to call well what do you know Mark 
uh, based on the title, based on the double titles, and based on the little clip that we saw, what did you think this whole goddamn thing was going to be about? I think that we said at the end of last episode, I was, or maybe it was after off mic when we were talking, um, still into microphones, but we just weren't recording. Um, I record everything, Mark. Okay. <laughs> I I was I was very much under the impression that it was going to be a K-Pax. There was a guy, we were going to think he might be an alien, and then we were going to find out he was a sad, lonely man. Who just wanted to hang out yeah that sound that would have been fine that's fine or it's like uh he is an alien but it's it leaves one character like more at odds with themselves to be like he we have to accept him but they don't want to accept him but christmas is what you rallies and unites everyone and it's like even oh he's, christmas, he's a he's an anti-immigrant and he's like, this is the ultimate immigrant. It's a guy from another planet. Mm-hmm. But he opens his heart because it's Christmas. And then he finds out that the guy is actually Santa Claus. Boom. And we find out that Santa Claus is an alien. Well, yeah. How else do you account for uh, the signs are all there? I mean, the guy, the, it, you have to be from a different planet to be able to go that fast and to do yes. that kind of stuff. It's, Without he's, got, it's a, a he's got a spaceship. It's a spaceship, folks. It's not yeah. a sleigh. It's, it's a spaceship. Well, uh, guess who's coming for you Christmas? You saw what his son acts like. Is that a, is that how a human acts? He's just going like, up to random women and being like, "Hey, wanna, like, hey, marry me, hey, marry me." <laughs> just and not even on the street, just knocking on people's doors, going yeah, specifically like finding to them. them. Hey, I have a list. Marry you're, me. You're on it. You want to <laughs> marry me? Ho 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 ho! Also, I got this video game. You want to play? You should play it. Come to Mega <laughs> City pr- One. It's pretty good, but it the sucks. Fir- it's a first half is pretty cool though. <laughs> At some point, we're gonna have to watch Meet the Santas. It's got if we can ever track it down. Yeah. Uh, Guess Who's Coming for Christmas premiered on NBC on December 23rd at 1990. That was a December Sunday. 23rd. Holy December, shit! December that 23rd. Was... That was right before Christmas. They're like, look, we got we got it's a wonderful life on the 25th, 24th. We've got um, what else do they always run? Oh, Grinch. Oh, the Grinch stole Christmas. We got Grinch. 23rd. We got uh, 23rd. Get ready Christmas. to watch this every year. Like those other two movies. That's UFO right. UFO Cafe. UFO Cafe. Guess who's coming for Christmas? That was a Sunday. This stars Richard Mulligan from Empty, Empty Nest and Soap. And a couple of episodes of Golden Girls, which, as we all know, yes. it's a Empty it's a spin- Nest is a spinoff. Spinoff. But even when Empty Nest was on, he would still pop in yeah, on the girls. He was, he was like a neighbor. It was yes. him and Joe Azuzu. Yeah. But the we didn't we didn't find out Dreyfus was a thing until the the actual show. You know. Right. The dog. Everyone loved the dog. Uh, also starring dog. also starring Bo Bridges. Yes. Uh, father of Lloyd Bridges, um, <laughs> uh-huh. cousin to Jeff Bridges. Bo Bridges is the father of Lloyd Bridges. I think I think this all tracks. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's he's Jeff Bridges. He's the dude's brother. It's Jeff Bridges' brother, and they're both sons of Lloyd Bridges. Yes. Stargates is where you might know him from. Uh, the fabulous Baker Boys with his brother. Yeah. Uh, also starring Barbara Barry. 
who uh, showed up a lot in recently in Suddenly Susan. Yes. But uh, also was Barney Miller's, uh, she would show up in Barney Miller. I believe she was Barney Miller's wife that was a recurring character. Yeah, for, for me, this this actress was the equivalent of, um, we watched a movie a, while, a long time ago and it had the old guy from every 90s sitcom. He, he, uh, he plays the old guy that uh, Kramer steals the, um, the records from. Yes. And, Do you and- remember this? Yes. It was the same thing where I was like, I know this person. I have no idea what I know them from. And then I looked and I was like, oh, she was in Barney Miller. So I probably saw her in that, but didn't know her name. And then Bar- other stuff. Barbara Barry. Yeah. Directed by Paul Schneider. Well, wait a uh, minute. Paul Mooney is also in this. He's a he's a heavy hitter. Yeah, he shows up. There's some character actors in this. He has Fine. like four scenes. Fine. Fine. Directed by Paul Schneider, uh, who directed episodes of JAG, Baywatch. Also a TV movie director veteran uh, directing such classics as Roseanne, an unauthorized biography. Oh, my God. Do they cover? Does it star Roseanne? No, it's I forget who the star who it's. it's Is this part of the it doesn't look like the Is this of the like. um, this is of the 90210, the unauthorized story. Is it no, of that not, like not that recent? Company? Not that recent. It's uh, this is this is more like around the time of the Amy Fisher story, the Joey Botafuco oh. story. Uh, so it, they probably it, don't get to her Super Bowl performance. <laughs> it wasn't the Super Bowl, as she sang at the at a baseball game. All right, uh, fine. The World Series, whatever. It wasn't the World Series. Game seven. <laughs> That's right. We got Roseanne. <laughs> They only went five games that year, which was weird. She showed up and she was like, I, they said I could sing and I'm going to sing. They didn't play the rest of the games. It was, it was, it was all tied up. And they were like, we, we're not, we're not taking the field after that. Story by uh, Beth Polson, who I feel like most of her credits are as a producer. So I feel like she's one of these people that would probably package these deals and be like, I don't know. It's like field of dreams, but there's an alien it's like it's like Field Dreams meets Christmas meets Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Make it happen. But there's no. It's a Christmas movie. There's no. Snow. There's no. There's no snow. No Christmas really for that. Matter. Yeah. Uh, script by Blair Ferguson, who wrote a movie entitled "Wind at My Back," and then a couple TV movies such as "Under the Piano," which is about an autistic child uh, in the 50s from what i read i it's about those foot pedals that i have no idea what they do on a piano they're just for fun to blow off steam while you're just jamming away on the keys (laughs) mark who do you think was going to be coming for christmas an alien oh (laughs) i thought it was just like a sister (laughs) a grandma no if the title was guess who's coming to christmas I would be at a loss, but because I knew that it was also called UFO Cafe, I was like, all right, there's there better be an alien involved and they better be the one going to Christmas dinner. Wouldn't if it, be- it was just called Guess Who's Coming to Christmas, then I would have to be like, I don't know, Santa Claus. Wouldn't it be great if it was like, Guess Who's Not Coming for Christmas? That's oh, a mystery. Grandma. grandma, because she died. <laughs> Uh, we should start sending uh, Christmas cards with just that on the front of it. Guess who's not coming not for coming Christmas? Christmas. <laughs> it's a mystery every time you open the card because it could be you or it could be the person sending the card. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know what I got in there. Yeah. I change it. I, it's like it's like the ending to Clue. I change it 
for different people every year there's a different card and it's like sometimes it's sometimes it's none of us that's the official ending is everybody is not coming for christmas yeah act one mark let's go let's dive in it's uh it's we're at a local my brother's wife oh (laughs) at least according to her she ain't coming (laughs) oh oh I kid. We we have fun. We have we're having fun here. It's a local diner. Uh, is where I'm we're single. in. I, and I, uh, <laughs> it's me. If, if that's an issue for someone, it's it's gonna be me. Uh, we meet up with Doc. Let's just take a minute, Andrew, to talk about some stuff okay, here. All right, let's um, just. <laughs> you have a lot of things to talk about. We have this. Uh, we have this diner thing, but we can we can put it off. We can. Yeah, just, let's no. just gab. Let's, People don't listen for that. They listen for this. All right. So they just. It's. It's been. It's. I just. You know. It's. It's hard. There's a pandemic going I mean, what on. Am I suppo- like, what am I supposed to do? Am I, am I supposed to jump on Bumble and just be like, who's who's in my building? You know. Yeah. Who's who's in my bubble? We should do that one instead of yeah. bubble. I call it bubble. It's, yeah. All right. Let's try this again. A key. It's the local, it's the local diner uh, is where we uh, are first introduced to. And Doc, Frank, and George, George is uh, Richard Mulligan, are gabbing about God knows what. Uh, well, they're talking, uh, they're talking about stores that have shut down. Yes, uh, we are in Grover's in Mill. We're at Grover's Mill, and it seems like the local economy is not doing well. Andrew, do you recognize yes. this town? Grover's Mill? Look like Burbank yeah. to me. Did you recognize the name of this town? Grover's Mill. Uh, is that uh, is that like uh, is that like the discount pharmacy? Uh, let me help you out. Um, there Nil, was Nilbog. It's Goblin backwards. Yeah, hmm? think about that. <laughs> think about it. Uh, <laughs> um, the Mercury Theater was proud to pre- present a, couple, a band performance that was interrupted by some action going down in ah, Rover's Mill. Okay. In the, the uh, or in the War of the, War of the Worlds broadcast, Grover's Mill, New Jersey, is where mm. the Martians touch down. So that's fun. Are we supposed to believe that this is Jersey? Because it just seemed like small no, town USA. Like, it looks it's. Well, that's why they only say Grover's Mill. Like, I don't think it's supposed to be Grover's Mill, New Jersey. I think they just had the name. And they're Classic. like, I, I want to mention the Mercury Theater. Yes, this is if Orson Welles hadn't died, this is something he probably oh, would have done. Yeah. Like, guess who is coming for Christmas? This is a load of shit. You know that. They're is, talk- is the alien supposed to do something? Is he supposed he's to add, just, add, he's add, just add standing. action? Action alien. Action and action awesome. Action alien. Yeah, he 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 would be the Bo Bridges character. He would just ah! come in and be like, ah, George, my good friend. Ah, Paul Hardware's nails. Hmm. Uh again, local diner, three friends talking to each other. George, Doc, and Frank have lived in uh have lived in Grover's Mill for their entire lives. Yep. The local economy has gone to shit, but also, it's pretty apparent in this conversation that George is a bit of an eccentric. Yeah, he's uh, he's staring off into space. Richard Mulligan is acting as hard as he can. That's right. And he's like, he's like doing a Doc Brown. He's like, guys, I just realized I step into a cubicle and water comes out of the walls. And they're like, it's a, it's a shower. What are you excited about? And he's like, the magic of the modern world. And they're like, okay. Um, 
Our um, our town is dying. We're... Our town is <laughs> our town is two stores away from being a Bruce Springsteen song. So had to whatever, I had to, man. I had to sell my dog today. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited that you just figured out that water comes out of the wall in houses. Here I, in the yeah, I, thanks <laughs> thanks for big timing me, George. I haven't been able to pay my water bill in six months. I've been rationing. I've been rationing. I have the, <laughs> I have the cubicle. The water does not come out of the wall. Yeah, I've been rationing insulin for about a year and a half, but uh, I'm I'm glad that you had an epiphany. <laughs> I switched from insulin to just uh, sugar water. Yeah, I just inject myself I, with that. I figure I it's get the a, same thing. I get a big thing of Kool-Aid and put it in a little <laughs> vial. Don't worry. I wash it in between every other time. Sometimes. George walks home and sees basically every single store on the main drag is boarded up and going out of business. But today is also Thanksgiving, which is fucked up that the uh, he would go to the diner and be like, yeah, I'm going to get breakfast at the diner. Uh, it's Thanksgiving, but uh, also, yeah, they could work for me. It's fine. Uh, Andrew, this this used to be my thing was <laughs> Christmas and Thanksgiving when I was cooking. I and I'm sure everybody in my family knows it, but I would be like, "Uh oh, forgot the celery. And then I'd leave for like an hour so that I could be like, oh God, I just need to, just need to walk around. So I'm sure Richard Mulligan was like, well, we're, we're out of eggs. Got to get eggs for, for that. And then he goes to the diner, hangs out with his friends, comes back. Walk around more like Johnny Walker around Mark. They knew what you were up to. All right. (laughs) Try to get, try to unlock the wrong apartment when you came back. Yeah. Oh, God damn, Jesus. fucking salary. Who wants stuffing? <laughs> Kids crying. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> but you're crying, so it's, you're probably my family. Apparently, this is probably my family. You saw me and you started crying. That makes sense. <laughs> George walks home again and sees all this stuff, but he also goes to the hardware store. Apparently, it's this hardware store that's in their family, and his son is working it's there. It's his hardware store, but his son is running it now. He betrothed, he, he said, one day this will all be yours, my son. And he Gee, was like, thanks, nails pops. as far as the eyes can see. And the son says, cool. I'm excited. But also, like, this guy, you know, it's a, you know, it's all inherited wealth. It's all old money. Try getting into Grover's Mill without having George at your back, all right? Won't happen. Well, also, like, I, the son has to have known that this was, this was going to be the deal. He was going to be like, it's your story now. Come back whenever I feel like it. And I'm going to check those books. And if they aren't right. (laughs) Someone's going down for it, and it ain't me, kid. <laughs> Certainly isn't the person who gave the store to his son. <laughs> I just—they can't prosecute a son <laughs> and a father for the oh, same for crimes. The I don't think that's true. That's true. At that's Thanksgiving, <laughs> at Thanksgiving. Michael uh, shows up with his wife and son, uh, and uh, the, Michael is the son, is Who George's son. store now. Yes. And so he shows up with his wife, the now a daughter-in-law, and yes. their son, Sam, who is George's grandson. Grandson, yes. George appears, Richard Mulligan appears, and he's dressed like a pilgrim from, for some reason. Because he's, <laughs> he's whimsical. Crazy. He's a crazy person. Yeah. 
Sam and George go for a walk and say, yeah, George asks his grandson, how's school going? You guys doing Pokemons now? What's going on? Uh, I got, I got, I hear, I heard Santa's going to get you a lot of pogs. And he's like, we don't like pogs anymore. He's like, that's not what, that's not what Santa heard. That's all you talked about for seven months was how much you wanted the gold slammer. No, I want that had a yin yang on. I it. want Dino Riders now. I, that's, Fucker, tell tell Santa I want Dino Riders. Pogs well, are pogs try are to dumb. send him a letter. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But the wheels turn very slowly at Santa's <laughs> workshop. Sam says that sometimes people make fun of him at school because he has a very tiny voice because he's a small child. I wonder what, what do we find out what this burn sounds like when like another kid walks up to him and is like, hey, little voice. Yeah, we saw it. It was called uh, the uh, uh, Amazing Cosmic Awareness of Duffy Moon. Of Duffy, you can do it, Duffy Moon. Yeah, if that kid knew it could take a, and harness cosmic awareness, yeah, God, the things Jim he could do. when you need them? Yeah, where's that goddamn crow? <laughs> George, meanwhile, looks like an absolute asshole. He's walking around the city, dressed like a pilgrim, just looks like a colossal dickhead. Back at home, Michael frets to his mom. He's I mean, like, we have to assume that he would do this as like publicity for his store, right? He'd no, be like, no, I think come he's... and see me. I'm dressed up as George no, Washington on the 4th of July. He's the guy at the Christmas party that's dressed like Santa. And you're just like, this is making me uncomfortable. I don't like this. Why does he want me to sit on his lap? And he won't break character the entire time. Or he's the guy with the really elaborate costume at the Halloween uh, party that, again, won't break character. And you're like, look, man, I know you're not Spider-Man. All right. So Stop. Stop pretending to climb the wall. You're not Magneto. <laughs> Stop stealing my spoons. I need those. It's like, uh, the, the master of Magnesis yeah. doesn't pays no mind to this. Oh my god! And then you—that's when you throw a like a wood block at him. You you throw a wood cutting board at him and say, yeah. "All right, here you go." <laughs> Back at home, though, Michael, the son, is fretting. He's like, look, I got a job offer outside of Grover's Mill. This place sucks. It's terrible. It's going down the drain. It's made me crazy for the past 20 years. I married an incredibly insane woman who is a... a this seems to be a running theme because this is also a thing in uh, Christmas Chris, Wife. That Christmas his, is all about the battle axes. The, no, the, specifically, the daughters-in-law are yeah. like, oh, it seemed to be have something uh, a bit of a chip on their shoulder george uh, enters this scene and says somebody called from the hardware store uh they said uh, <laughs> i got an emergency call he said steinbrenner's here uh calling a bomb threat i don't know what that means <laughs> they should do fitted cap day at the hardware store i guess uh, he says somebody somebody needs something at the hardware store but because it's a small town he'll just walk down there and open it up for this, for this guy get whatever party needs presumably he's just trying to escape his yes, family like again. mark it's mark he goes down again. there and it's you uh just yeah. absolutely in the bag on johnny walker being like i just gotta get away from these fucking people just open the what? store let, let me sleep in the back <laughs> what what is a ball bearing anyways just show me <laughs> you guys sell ball peen hammers <laughs> 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 whoops i pissed myself <laughs> that piss was already here i swear it's, yeah i must have sat in a 
someone else's puddle of piss before Whoops. I got here. At the store, George meets up with a guy named Arnold Zimmerman. Yes. Who uh, is played by Bo Bridges. And he is, uh, Bo is dressed in a suit. He's got a briefcase. Looks like a businessman. Yes. He's got a big meatball sub in but I, that well, no, briefcase. He, I did not believe that he was a businessman because he wasn't in a rush. That's true. He wasn't checking his watch every 20 seconds. Yeah. Uh Arnold says, I need a part. And George says, all right, what part do you need? He says, I'll know it when I see it. So he just kind of scavengers through it. And you're just expecting, oh man, George is going to get just rolled. This guy's going to take the register and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Let me look around in there. Yeah. No, door, no. Doors leaves the door unlocked. No, you go in here first, comes, man. Here comes four of his buddies right behind him. Just yeah. absolutely just, just tear up the place. Yeah, George exactly. steps forward and he's like, well, here's what we got. Uh, we got plumbing on aisle seven. And then the guy just reaches into his bag pulls out a blackjack boom bang and then and then he's like he's disgusted because he's like why why would you think the most the the, the most lucrative place to rob from would be the hardware store use your fucking head george or there's a copper wiring in there oh yeah i guess you're right yeah they just steal all that stuff and then uh copper wiring and then stuff to like make uh like uh jail shivs they'll pay top dollar for (laughs) shiv material in jail yeah George walks Arnold back to his ride in the woods. He says, I broke down. I needed this part, which looks like a sprinkler head is what he took. Uh, it looked it, to me like a like an oversized jack from like Ball and Jacks. Yeah. It, it maybe, had like maybe, six pieces to it. Maybe he had like three Z's and he's like, oh, fuck. Got it. Got to go in town. George, uh, so they go out there. Arnold explains. He's like, I build mini malls. Uh, it's crazy. I don't know. They have a conversation. George seems nice, though, to Arnold. And he's like, you should. This is a great town, but it's crazy. There's a bunch of shit happening. Fire. He, like, sees People fireflies. He sees fireflies in the distance. He, like, talks about his wife and his family. And Arnold's like, cool, whatever. So Arnold tells him, hey, <laughs> you want to hear something <laughs> fucked up? Uh, <laughs> you're going to laugh. Uh, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a space alien. Says he's a space alien. Yeah, from Zabar. Like, all right. Yes, George is, is a. I don't know if you know this, Andrew. Uh, Zabar's is a uh, chain of uh, grocery, stores grocery stores in New York. Yes, I. I so I, I was do. like, all right. He says his name is Arnold Zimmerman. Zabar's, like, are we gonna? Either he's lying about being an alien or he's telling the truth and he has modeled his entire life on his one trip to New York. <laughs> Much like every uh, like college sophomore, they have modeled their right. entire life right. based on a single trip to New York City. <laughs> all right. Yes. I went to New York and I threw away all my clothes and I was like, I wear suspenders and a hat now. That's what I do. I walk around with a newspaper. It's crazy. Yeah. We don't have a subway here. How do you fucking people get around? Um, I would always hope that no one would look too closely at the newspaper because it was a print edition of the onion. <laughs> I was oh, like, let I me get, check my stocks. It was that, it's that joke copy. Oh, Kelly. You, <laughs> you've done it again. No, it's the, it's the they joke. Are sickos. It's the joke newspaper that you got at the carnival that says you're again, the sexiest man alive. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big, good. Oh, this front page article. Very good. Let me check the op-eds. And I, oh, and I am a stud as well. Interesting. Oh, my. 
George says, cool, whatever, take your part. And he doesn't even charge him for it. Sends Arnold on his way. And he's like, uh, people call me eccentric. This guy thought it was a space alien. Whatever. He'll go home and have a good laugh. I dress like a pilgrim today. What the fuck am I supposed to talk yeah. about? Who am I talking to? <laughs> he just has this big monologue in the woods. Uh, but he sees a light take off in the sky. Presumably Arnold's yeah, ship. Yeah, so we hear, we hear a sound that's like... So that's like right. that's that's a spaceship. That's a spaceship. That's the, a spaceship sound. The Everybody Jets, knows that. The Jetsons have landed at home. That's that is what's happened. At the diner, George tells his buddies what he saw. He's like, "I was in the woods. I, something magical happened to me in the woods with a man. Can you believe it? <laughs> I've learned so much about myself. I saw lights. I'm a changed person." <laughs> There was uh, something inside of me that changed. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it's I I feel different now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I but I want to keep it as I don't want to share it with everybody. I'm, I'm choosing <laughs> you to share this information with because I trust you. <laughs> and I'm going to go back to the woods and see that man again. <laughs> don't tell the cops. <laughs> the friends are skeptical. Rightfully so, because uh, so, George is a crazy person who says he saw an alien. But he says, no, man, I invited him to the big basketball game. So uh, check that out. And so they, they yes, he invited. He, so they apparently he goes to high school basketball games. Um, Andrew, has anyone ever been to a high school event that wasn't a parent? Well, I mean, and if so, are they are they not automatically criminals? No, I, I, I think if it's a small enough town, it's like, this is the big thing that they do. It's Friday night. They're going to go see the bas- the high school basketball game. Cause they're, cause they rooted them on and they're like, I don't know if George has lived there his entire life. He's an alumni. He's like, Oh, I love the, the Grover Mills. Uh, wheat. Uh, the, what, what do you make it a mill? Grit, grill, uh, corn. Grist, corn. All right. <laughs> the Grover Mill corn. <laughs> Go corn. Go. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the ears, the Grover Mill ears, the kernels. Oh, see, that would be good. Yeah. And you, but they don't, they don't do the pun. They just spell it like no, the, they don't, the, mili- yes. the military K- rank. Yes. And they're just like, Coronel. Well, no. wouldn't it be, like, wouldn't it make more sense if it was like the kernels? Cause if we make mill and corn, they're like, Hey, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, but Arnold shows up to the game and he's not a figment of an imagination. And they're like, Oh, this is that special man who touched you in the woods. Huh? <laughs> Yes. And he's, he just starts horking down hot dogs. Oh, he loves like, wieners. Oh, I see. He's like, oh, I see okay. what happened here. I, I, wieners and buns, huh? All right. Loves, just loves them. He's like, I can't get enough of them. <laughs> line them up. <laughs> take a, take a, just a line of 100 wieners from here to back to my spaceship. <laughs> back to my secret in the woods. Just nothing but hot dogs from here to there. Yeah. Ugh. And George, George is like, yeah. And the friends are like, oh, I, I, even if I, even if George, I, George, even I if this, like this, even if this was all on the level, it still makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, 
yes, he eats like nine hot dogs, but he's weird and he seems un- he seems like he's he seems like he's out of place. But the friends are like, eh, he doesn't understand. Like a- yeah, he doesn't understand basketball. Someone misses and he's like, or and he's like, yay! And they're like, no, that's not when you cheer. And it's like, well, maybe he maybe he likes the other team. Did you ever think of that? Yeah, maybe he's maybe he's not a Colonels fan. Maybe he likes yeah. the other guys, the, the Bulldogs, the what 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 the corn the, the butter flavoring i i don't know the, what, what the little things that just stab on the side yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> the gang walks back out to the woods because they're like all right where's this fuck hole that you saw <laughs> okay that's good uh the gang walks back out to the woods to see him off again and george Arnold leaves and George is like, well, there's an old farm around here. We should help Arnold out and buy this place. And then we can build a landing pad for him when he comes and visits again in his spaceship. And his friends are like, all right, you fucked a guy in the woods. I'm not going to say anything about it, but you can't, you can't it's just fine. It's fine. All right. We're not going to. Yeah. You're an older we don't guy. Care. We don't have to build this whole elaborate thing where you say you're going to visit an alien in the woods, like, or that you're gonna. Okay. You've got some, you, but building a love nest out of this barn isn't gonna work. <laughs> People are, are going weird. to catch wind of it. I get it. It's like you're at the end of your life. You've been married to the same woman for forty years. You want to try something new, all right? It's fine, but don't you buy got this. Got it with this weird salesman that comes to town. I guess I have read a. <laughs> I have read a novel. Check I've, it okay. check it off the bucket list, but you got to move on, man. <laughs> he's not your answer. He cuz yes, he's probably how many how many other stories has this happened to in other parts of New Jersey? We right. don't know, all right? Well, uh there's this old farm out there. The friends are skeptical cuz they're like this guy's not an alien, but Arnold takes off okay, again. Okay, hang on. And we see the lights in the sky and this fully convinces them. All three are on board. This man is an alien, and he had sex with Richard. <laughs> with Mulligan. our friend, yes. <laughs> and we—he wants a place to land his big ship. <laughs> he needs a landing big ship. He needs a landing strip for his big ship. Yes. All right. So all right. <laughs> I don't know. We're what... gonna help Richard Mulligan do you it. Don't, you need a razor, not a not cement, to make a landing strip, Richard. And he's like, oh, oh, you, you oh, fucking, you're guys, gross. You guys are fucking on. gross. Uh, act two. The group heads off to the bank because they want to get a loan to buy the old barn, buy the property, which is deemed worthless. But the loan officer rightfully is like, <laughs> the place is worthless. I'm not gonna sign a loan to you, f- fucking idiots. So you can buy some fuck barn out Love in the middle of the woods. for your yeah. friend. Yeah, not you, your friend. <laughs> your, Just not, do what the rest of us do. Just go to the truck stop. Get a moat. Yes, yes. 60 bucks at the, at the motel up the street is, it works for every other person in town, right? Yes. So the group says um, they so- decide- <laughs> They decide to pay cash. It, they take money out of their savings. They're like, fine, we're just going to fucking buy this flat out. Which, I mean, this is strange. I mean, I guess the loan officer is like, I know you're, he knows his son, right? Yes. He's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a part of this bad decision that you're making. I'm not going to let you tear down your cornfield and build a baseball stadium. All right. It's dumb. <laughs> Where have I heard this before? Meanwhile, the loan officer goes to the son, goes to George's son and says, hey, your 
your your pop showed up. You wanted to buy some barn. You might want to talk Look, to him about something. Your dad's in love with a with, traveling salesman, which um, you know, if, if trying you're, to buy a love pad, we know everything. It's all out there. It's fine. It's fine. If your mom's okay with it, you probably can make it work. But here's the deal: you don't need to buy the barn. Just it's we're progressive here. No one, yeah. no one, no one cares. No one cares. You don't have to sneak around. He doesn't have to go out to the woods for God's sakes. Just put it, just, just change the little clock on your store door that says back in 15, get it on in there and that, then open it that's up. That's fine. We just pull the blinds down. All right. It's fine. The loan officer says your dad uh, might be, uh, he says, crazy. He might, might've gone a, might have got a little, a little funny. It's like <laughs> Boris, it's the president. Uh, he went, went a little, a little funny. Yeah. At the farm, Arnold Glenn arrives. Did a funny thing. <laughs> At the farm, Arnold arrives again, and uh, he says, "Well, because they invited him to a poker game." They said, "Well, we we we'd love to have a space alien in a poker game." He comes back, but unfortunately, he's sick. He's sick. He's got a cold. He's got a cold. Uh, doc, the doc, doc checks him out. He says, "Yep, you got it. Got a cold." He says, "Thanks." So, Andrew, at this point, you're like, "All right, that's the end of humanity." Well, that's space. Yes. Space alien brings a space cold to New Jersey. All right. We're dead. That's All right. It. Yeah. Cough right in my cough, right in my eyeballs. And I like liquefy because. Yeah. Thanks, man. Cool. George offers to take care of Arnold, though, overnight back at his house. And because uh, he's like, oh, you can't fly in this. Or, yes. or or for his alien race, a cold. You know how throwing up in the morning is when we know that a woman is pregnant. Yes. When you're when they get cold, when they get a cold, that's when you know a man is pregnant. Oh, so Arnold, Richard Mulligan's baby. Oh, that'll be fun. Empty nest, no more. To Christmas, it's a baby it's alien. A baby, it's it's baby, it, baby Mulligan. George George Go. Yeah, I was trying to do a, Yoda, a baby Yoda joke. Gorgo, Gorgo. Yeah, George George Go. Gorg Gorg. George, George, George Go, George Go, Grugo, 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 George Go, Grover's Mill. Hang on, hold on. We could let's all right. Let's uh, let me pull up a scratch pad. Get the here. whiteboard. At the house, George's wife wakes up and she meets up with Arnold, and she passes out for some reason. Even though Bo Bridges just looks like a person. So maybe she's finally, she's like, I knew it. I finally, that's how disgusting George brings his lover back to the house. Disgusting. Yeah. She's like, I told him, I told him (laughs) not in my house. That's I can have his little dalliances. If he needs to go out and blow off steam somehow, and this is the way he does it. That's fine. But just not in the house. He swore to me. Uh, no, instead he eats a bunch of soup or something and he gets a vaporizer. Also, George's wife asks him, are you really a space alien? And he says, yes. So then she says, so we Did have you? to take him at his word. So she, she, uh, there's a revolver taped under the table that we see her put her hand on. <laughs> yeah. She says not, she says, welcome to earth. And she punches him in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arnold feels much better in the morning and heads off, but tells George, Hey, I'm not going to be back soon. Uh, this commuting stuff is killing me and I'm an alien apparently. And mini so, balls, something, something. I don't know. I've kind of lost the thread here. 
George begs him to come back. He says, you got to come back at some point. You have to come back for Christmas. You have Christmas to come back. Grover's Mill. For Christmas. It's our it's, whole movie. You have magical. to come back. It's magical. There's going to be a scene where there's, there's snow and we're going to do like a tree lighting. It's going to be, be caroling. It's a big deal in this we're, movie. It's where city. we're going. It's where it's going to be the last 10 minutes of this movie is just wassail and caroling. Yep. And my wife learning to accept you and me. <laughs> and we become a better family. Yeah, we become you. We become a thruple. All right. Thruple, yes. Arnold says, fine, I'll be back for whatever is this Christmas thing. I, I don't know. Uh, again, and I also wouldn't go around to other people because that space virus is rough stuff. It's real bad. And George is like, I'll believe it when I see it as his eyes are just bleeding. Uh, this also gives George time to build his landing pad. George then meets up with his grandson and gives him a knife. Which this part I loved. This Just is straight, also a theme. Straight up gave a six-year-old a big fucking knife. He's like, here you go. <laughs> Have fun. Uh, Andrew, my nephew is four. I'm looking forward to four years from now. Give when him I a give knife. Him the mach- I've had a machete in my closet, and he's getting that when he turns six. Hell yeah. Go to school like, this thing. Now, here kid. you go. Go and, and, and be careful, as he's already lopped off an arm. All right. At city council, the city council are a bunch of nosy Nellies, and they wonder why George and his drunken buddies have bought this this useless, worthless farm out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and they want to Andrew, use- I have a I have a note here for this yes. scene. It was the only note I wrote, and it was government regulation. Get rid of them. We don't need them. Is that what we're yeah, the drain the swamp. We don't need them. What, what do we need them for? All right. They've done nothing for us. What are us. they doing here? We are not doing us? for them. I, yeah. you know, let the, if the fire department, uh, I'll pay separately for the fire department to put my fires out. Sure. I'll all have, right. I'll pay every time. That's right. They're going to be like, all right, it's $400 cash. They're like, like, oh, the money right. was, in the was in the house. <sighs> okay. Boy. Uh, okay. I mean, if all you right. put it, if you put the, if you put the fire out fast enough, I bet I could probably get, get it they're like cash up front man sorry learned our lesson on that one you think this is the first i've heard that one (laughs) probably not no (laughs) they want to use permits to twist george's arm into telling him what the hell's going on up there and it's like if he's running a brothel they have to tell us and we also want to taste all right you know we all right we all got to wet our beaks with your (laughs) with your sexy alien man all right we take a little off the top and if you know if we want to use a room one lonely weekend we we have that option look we we're a city council we always tell people that we have to go to the county's chair what do you think we're doing we're going to your brothel that's right (laughs) we're going to a chair all right Oh, yeah. Oh, someone's going to be in a chair position. <laughs> and, and then they're so. like, read the read the minutes back, please. <laughs> Stenographer just like uh, mm-hmm. says, got to got to get Lord. mine. Got to get mine. Then he made a very lewd, <laughs> lewd <laughs> gesture with his mouth and tongue. <laughs> <laughs> he says, yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, old business. Anyone with old business. <laughs> He moved, he he opened his mouth slightly and positioned his tongue inside of his cheek. 
<laughs> then moved his hand. Uh, that's 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 new business. All right, we will save that. R- rules of order, please. Rules of order. <laughs> <laughs> the chair did not recognize that motion. That should that should that should be stricken from the record. Oh god, this episode is coming apart. This is um, also taking place on a Zoom call. Like there's like <laughs> people watching this. This is like CNN. This is like, this is <laughs> they're certifying this is like election. They're, they're certifying election results, <laughs> but they're also doing <laughs> other city business. <laughs> this is this is what the movie should be. This is what it should have been. <laughs> George talks to his grandson and says, he's like, look, here's the deal. I saw an alien. I don't want you to get scared about it. But the other thing is, is that sometimes when you have a gut feeling and you know that you're true about it, that it's certain to you, that's all that matters. Basically, anytime he talks to his grandson going forward, it's George trying to convince himself that he's not crazy and going senile. Well, it's also like (laughs) the writer at some point was like, Oh wait, what is the point of this movie? Like, what is the message? And they're like, "Old men have sex in the woods sometimes." And they're like, "Yeah, but like, what is the uh, like else, overt else, one?" Like, yeah, we need to. That's that's yeah, that's that's the A. What what is the B? <laughs> what is the underlining thing? And they're like, "Oh, uh, we don't have anything." And trust, like, trust your convictions. Uh, and they're like, "Yeah, Christmas? believe like, in yourself." No, 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 not Christmas. No. <laughs> convictions. Got it. Family? No, 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 no. no, no that's no. that's terrible. Knives. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Let's circle back on that. Yeah. Uh, George and his buddies tell the council that instead they're like, the council shows up and they're like, Hey, if you want to run electricity up here, if you want to pour concrete, if you want to move all these backhoes around, you've got to tell us what you're doing. They say, all right, we want a permit, but we want it for a helicopter pad. So fuck you. They say, Oh, (laughs) okay. All right. They're like, they're just going to do it right out in the open on a concrete slab. Oh God. (laughs) Oh, kinky! <laughs> At home, son. And- I, I heard I heard stories about George in Korea, and I didn't believe them. But now I'm like, I think things, he did. I think they up. were true. He's got all those costumes, which now really start making more uh, now, sense. Now makes a lot of sense. At home, George's son and his daughter-in-law Susie, uh, they're worried because they're like, "Hey, Dad's probably Honey, going." Let's play George Washington and the Cherry Tree. <laughs> George, George, children uh, are in the next room. I know they want they want George to go see a psychologist because uh, they're like, hey, he bought this farm, he dipped into your savings, uh, the thing's useless. He wiped out your savings. It's, I don't I don't understand what's happening here. Uh, and then George doesn't have troop. I love this. <laughs> I'm not going to that. I'm not going to that shrink. I'm not going to that shrink. I'm not going to no shrink. Yeah, and then he's there. He's at the shrink. Yeah. George tells the truth to the shrink, and he says, "Look, I saw an alien. He he said something very special to me. We had a very close moment. Uh, I learned a lot about myself. Uh, we I left- saw fireflies. All right. I saw yes, just I saw explosions in the sky. There was just something leapt out of me, and I can't explain We're- it. And I've left that mark all over the woods. Yes, it's there on every tree, <laughs> and a good like." I would say eight foot radius. It was, it was wild. (laughs) 
haven't felt this way since my wedding night. Uh, therapist, okay. Psychiatrist yeah. writes okay. down crazy. Gotcha. <laughs> Question okay. mark. Um, he leaves. Uh, George leaves and he says, well, I feel better t- telling someone. But the shrink says he tells the son, he's like, look, uh, HIPAA laws prevent me from telling you exactly what your dad just told me. But if uh, there's probably a sex therapist you can talk to, here's a card. Uh, he's, you know, this is this appears to be arrested development more than anything else. This is something that yeah. I feel like uh, this is the stifling nature of this backwater berg is just finally coming to the surface. Uh, no, he says, I want to see George again. You should convince him to come and, and keep taking sessions with me because, you know, he's like, oh, bah, bah, doing that. He's nah, doing nah, the, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, yeah. no, he's know, like, he's like, so I know. <laughs> I noticed that he's covered by uh, Medicare, so the insurance isn't going to be an issue. Um, so yeah, <laughs> have, him sh- have him show up daily. I don't care. I got him. Yeah, five days a week. That's the only way to cure him of, um, let's say, uh, diabetes, obsessive compulsive disorder. Uh, sure, <laughs> narcolepsy. <laughs> sure. I mean, he doesn't have to actually show up to it. He's just got to sign this form. Really, that's all I need. Um, However, he hands so- the yes. <laughs> He hands the notes up. All right. <laughs> okay. Is, all right. There is there is always a way around HIPAA laws, apparently. Yes. He hands his notes to his secretary. He's like, test up the write up, type, type these up. Like, what is she supposed to do with this? She uh, he gives handwritten notes to the secretary and she's like, type these up. And this scumbag. All right. Imagine secretary. <laughs> imagine if like, you know, the the <laughs> you open up the newspaper and you you see it's like a big picture of you and it's like big fat slob and you're like oh how did the results of my doctor's appointment get out into the world um yeah andrew i i was i i would it would be amazing to like open the front page of the la times my local news rag (laughs) and it's like uh local jackass podcast host uh weeps to his therapist about <laughs> about the Battlestar Galactica finale and I'd be like motherfuckers you're like and then my therapist is like well there's no laws against my husband publishing this and I'm like no there should be though uh and, and you call up the paper and you're like also completely taken out of context it wasn't Battlestar it wasn't the Battlestar finale it was Deep Space Nine. All right. I could give a shit about Starbuck disappearing at the end. Nobody cares. What about Odo? What when about? You, <laughs> and when you think just... about Odo. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, sir, this is this is subscription service. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you want know, me to do you want me to put do you want me to put you to the newsroom? <laughs> I just I just, just need to, to talk to someone. Need to let someone know about Odo. He needs to be. <laughs> someone needs to check on Odo. He needs to be remembered. He slept in oatmeal. <laughs> sir, 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 sir. Can can I put you down for eight weeks? And you're like yes, <laughs> yes. I only, I, I only want, want the Sunday supplement. I want the ads. I, like the I want this. I want the, I want the coupons. <laughs> what is this episode? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> this, this what is are the we biggest talking mess about? We've ever made. 
Okay. Okay. So. All right. All right. Okay. So the receptionist, the receptionist is reading like a National Enquirer type magazine. She calls up. She says, "Hey, are you, are you still offering money for tips?" And they say, "Yes." And so she tells them about George. That this right. So they say, "All right, we Dick D's. He's gonna get in his airplane." <laughs> He's gonna fly to your small town. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, fi- I'm gonna find that alien. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna find that alien. I'm gonna find I'm gonna that find alien. alien that screwed I'm gonna, that old I'm gonna, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna screw that alien. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck that alien myself. <laughs> Dick Dees is coming. Dick Dees, he's in, he's in his plane. You better look out, alien, because Dick Dees is coming. You're gonna get dicked. They're like, oh, uh, everybody, oh. this is this is Night Flyer. Night Flyer. <laughs> We're doing reference. a Night Flyer. One of We're our favorite shows. One of our favorite ones that we watch. <laughs> Uh, all right. So now the word's out. The paper is circulated in, in uh, Grover's Mill and people start harassing George. Uh, they're like, look at that funny old closet case. <laughs> it says it's on Alien. <laughs> uh, so they go off and, and they razz him. My favorite part of all the razzing is they go to the hardware store and George is in there and he's like, He's like, I don't understand what the town is so uh, crazy about. Not everyone's uh, making fun of, of us or razzing us. And then like two women just come to the door and they start banging on the door and they're like, uh-huh. <laughs> which they're like, give them a Nelson. <laughs> yeah. And, and they like close the blind. But like, I was like, what is, I don't understand what prompts someone to want to like, imagine, you know, something embarrassing or something like that or not even embarrassing it's like here's this crank who says he saw an alien it's like first of all who gives a fuck but secondly uh here he is like running a hardware store what would encourage somebody because like people do do this like you know you see it on twitter where like people are like oh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna troll this guy but just like yeah this guy's like i saw an alien in the woods and he was very nice to me and it made me feel something regardless of whatever that story is imagine going to that person's place of business and banging on their door and just <laughs> laughing openly like i don't understand what the point is some people just i sometimes i think like man some people just enjoy life so much more than i do <laughs> like they must really derive pleasure from going to a store and being like that that is the old man that we always knew was crazy and now other people know he's crazy and that gives me joy i did it we, I'm we like, did it everybody usa cool. usa usa the friends go to George and they're like, hey, we're getting harassed a lot. People are coming up to our windows and banging on them. Somebody put their forearm <laughs> through my my car window, banging on it so hard. Uh, maybe we should recant the story. And George says, no. Arnold is a no. fr- This is weird, though. Arnold, George says Arnold is a friend. And he's like, we would be letting him down if we said if we disowned him. And it's like. Right. And they're like. We've known he's a we, guy. We saw this guy we have for sex with him. <laughs> That's all it is. That's it. That's all it is. I and that's all it is for him. What do you, what do you think? think he's doing? We have 20 minutes of conversation and then we're off to the races and then he just leaves. But also, in terms of not the subtext, in terms of the actual movie. Like they've seen this guy, they've known this guy for a grand total of like 36 hours. Like, do you imagine that he has some kind of like alien pheromone that like has swayed them? Like, I don't understand why George is so is so like steadfast for somebody that he met. And even if he lied and said, Yeah, we didn't see any alien, 
let me build my stupid helicopter pad in peace, you fucking vultures. And they go, okay. Yeah. Like, what does that I'm an matter? old guy. Like, other people have gardens. I'm building this thing. Like, man, get he's off like, ass about all right, it. I'm taking up model airplanes. What do you want from me? And I want a place to land yeah. them. Fuck you. Like, um, I don't understand if they lied, like, what the issue would be. Yeah. I mean, we have to assume that George, that that cold was some sort of brain, Nurax brain yes. worm that like has infected him. And he's like, if I stop believing in the alien, maybe he won't be a real anymore. And then we zoom also, in and we I see, to... we see, so you see one of those uh, space worms from Star Trek two, like crawling in his yeah, skin. Yeah, move through it. Yeah. This, uh, okay. So also the, the grandson's getting harassed as well. George says, look, you gotta be true to yourself. What do you think I gave you that knife for? Exactly. I thought, so there's Fuck a scene. Up. I there's a scene where the grandson is getting harassed by the kid. This kid's at a school. I legitimately thought he was gonna stab one of them, <laughs> and then it, they'd be like, "Who gave you that knife?" And he's like, "Grandpa did." Grandpa. And then now it's like, "Oh fuck, he's crazy. We have to we have yeah. to get him committed." And this is how we get. This is like now. Then now, now the we stakes, have a movie. Now the stakes. Now we are, have a story. Instead, they make fun of him for a little bit. They say you're you're they say, where's that shrimp, Duffy Moon? <laughs> Bring me Duffy Moon. <laughs> Bring me the head of Duffy Moon. Uh, oh man, Boots McAfee is coming to town and <laughs> oh, she, they ain't happy. Fuck. <laughs> you think this was bad. Wait till Boots gets here. You're a dead man. You're a dead man. <laughs> dead man, Duffy Moon. <laughs> you build one goddamn rock fence in our town without paying the toll. You're a dead man. The uh, only movie I've ever seen where uh, that was the only, like, I guess, a union now because that was what that movie was that, about. He was a strike was breaker. Busting. He just came in and he said, I'll do it for less yeah. and I'll do it for better. I'll do it for less. Well, I'm not going to let these jerks like free market. I, I, this is a right to work neighbor cul-de-sac. <laughs> what a wonderful movie. That I, I, when I was done watching that, I had like a huge smile on my face. <laughs> Because it was insane. I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was unprecedented uh, how crazy it would be. So it gets to the end of the, it, it, the government gets wind of this and they decide to interview George as well. This is kind of where I thought this was going. Instead, he has no problem lying to the government. He he gives them a cock. <laughs> and yes, bullshit. because the government is the one that's causing him problems. They've got their city council breathing, breathing down his neck. Yeah, they've got keep in mind, it's 1991, uh, depending on what neighborhood or what state he lives in like what he's doing is a federal crime is a misdemeanor <laughs> this feels like it's in the north so i think we're okay yeah uh the feds come and talk to him and he says yeah i saw a guy in the woods and he was an alien and he looked like ethel merman and they're like okay you're a crazy old crank goodbye so that's enough to get the feds i feel like that was a note that was like should the government get involved what the, yeah, yeah one of the men in black show up and they were like fine so they write this one-off scene just so to hand wave that away uh but there is a city meeting that's taking place as well and george and his wife go that they're not invited to the city meeting but they find out about it anyway this the entire town is pissed that they look like idiots because george is saying that he saw an alien so they're like they're giving and he's building a landing pad giving miller's crossing a bad name what is the name of this place (laughs) Uh, uh, Grover's, uh, Mill. Grover's Mill. Sorry, 
you're 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 letting us you're letting other beautiful town miller's crossing be overshadowed by barton fink <laughs> yeah the guy invited him to the woods sent him to show the life of the mind and you, what do you expect is going to happen um so we were men we wrestled uh <laughs> it's a wrestling so, picture so he so okay all right one of the weirdest weirder things about this movie one of the bigger missteps is that generally if the city council is a problem the federal bureau of investigation is a bigger problem yes. but in this george is like the fbi shows up and george is like fuck off where's your warrant pig yeah and then and then he's like but that city council oh god Ooh. oh man they got my ass in a sling bunch of scumbags the city council basically says look the entire town is pissed at you just recant the story so all of these ghouls from the press will go away and it yeah. has to be an incredible slow news year for people to descend over one fucking asshole that's like i'm building not even a court not even a baseball field in the middle of a cornfield. That's one yes, thing. That's bigger. That's more interesting. This is a like an eight foot concrete slab in the middle of God knows where. Who yes. cares? Who gives a shit? He could pave the entire town and light it with like and put, you know, pour gasoline on it and say like it's that it's a sign that says like, you know, welcome to Earth. It, it would it would show up in a lighter. Welcome to Earth. I promise I won't punch you. <laughs> it would show up in a lighter side uh, segment at like ten fifty five on a local affiliate, assuming that nothing, assuming that sports didn't run long that night. Yes, yeah, that, that would be it. Between sandwich between how the mud hens did and who's on uh, Leno tonight would and, be this story of like. Hey, an old guy's building a landing field for aliens. And they're about to roll the tape. And there's some, there's some guy going, no, no. He swaps out the tape, pops in a new yeah. one. Squirrel jets, squirrel water skiing. <laughs> okay. Like I'm being told. Yes, we have new footage of, we have a dog. We have a dog that surfs. <laughs> we have a, <laughs> we have a, we have a cat. Yes. I'm being told we have a cat that looks a little bit like Rutherford B. Hayes. Do we have the video? Go to the video. There he is, folks. Uh, I, this goes without saying, Leno will be preempted tonight. <laughs> we will, we're going wall to wall with this. So now, uh, George won't budge. George shows up and his, he says, he says, I am, I, it's, it's me. It's your old pal, George. I feel like I am the weird town eccentric, but I, I saw what I saw. The rest of his friends, they recant slightly. They say, I, it's, they will, they will deny Christ actually three times before sunrise. <laughs> I heard it. I, I heard a sound and then I saw lights, but maybe I don't know. Things um, you could and then, you'd never know. It could be Aurora Borealis. Who knows? But this movie is such a pastiche of other movies. Like yes. we keep talking, we keep touching on, um, Field, Field of Dreams. Dreams, which came out the year before this was released. And but now, like, the wife starts doing a like, you know, George is a friend to the common man. How many of you owe him money? And yes. he took care of you. Like, they're doing George it's a, it's a wonderful your, life. Yes. It's yeah. It's, George doesn't have it, your money. It's, it's, in, your money. it's, in, it's, in, the, it's in Bill's house. It's in Bill's landing strip and, 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 and Martha's landing strip. 
Yes, she basically reads the riot act to the town saying he has issued you credit at his hardware store. Also, you people need to butt the fuck out of our lives. All right. So yes. eat a dick. And then she like takes a swing at some busybody like uh hen at that uh uh meeting as well. It's great. It's it it, it devolves into a fracas. But uh, George... I mean, they're, 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 it could have only been better if someone threw a pie at <laughs> the busybody's face. George continues work on his landing pad, uh, and even without the friends, he now he's a, now he's an army of one. Now he's a one man show. He's the only one that believes in himself, aside from his grandson. But he's also convinced Arnold said he'd be back today, and he's got to finish the uh, landing pad. However, yeah. at sunset, no Arnold. Uh oh. His faith is being tested. Back at the house, George says that he'll talk to the press. He's like, I was out there. I didn't see my man. I thought he texted me. He said, you up? And then didn't show. Didn't show up. And he's like, ah, fool me once. Fool me four times. Still shame on you, I guess. But the fifth time. So many eggplant emojis. Eggplant, I, eggplant and sweat emojis. I was just, I was just, oh, I, I was just, just, just fist, eggplant, sweat emojis. I think it's cooking recipes. I think I'm supposed to wash an eggplant. That's all. That's the only I thing I can imagine that's it what is. that means, but whatever. Back at the house, he says he'll talk to the press. He'll say, look, I, he says, I will tell them that I made a mistake. There was no spaceship. I was led. My heart wanted what it wanted, what thought it thought it wanted. Maybe yeah. I didn't. Maybe I didn't make the connection that I thought I did. Sam, the grandson, overhears this. He calls George a liar. He drops <laughs> you the fucking knife. pig. He's like, "You fuck. You fucked me. You fucked me." Oh, and then he stabs the grandfather. He exactly. He says, "We have no room in our lives for liars." And then he yes. just right in the stomach. Uh, no, he throws Return the knife. Return to sender. <laughs> <laughs> he throws the knife on the ground, uh, which. Again, I don't really understand. Like we, I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? Whatever. He throws the knife on the ground. That's he's that disgusted with him that he loses. He leaves the thing that that the grandfather gave him. Sam runs away to the the hardware store, and George meets up with him there and says, "Look, sometimes as an adult, you do things that you're not proud of." Uh, with in the woods, in the okay, woods, in the in the cover of night, we 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 think that we're absolved of our sins, but we're not when the daybreak we, happens. Yes, we know in the morning we know what we felt was wrong, but we and we swear that we won't do it again. But it when night comes, we we return, we, we return to our baser selves. All right, it's, it's a thing you're gonna understand. It doesn't mean ever, I don't love grandma. Have you it ever read things uh, are different? Have you ever seen, you know, uh, the, the like a like a werewolf story or something like that? Uh, <laughs> Dude, what what do you think those movies are actually about? It's not, it's not a man turning into a wolf. I'll be very clear yeah, on that. That would be dumb. <laughs> he tries to convince him in this, but he doesn't get very far. Grandma, however, pops in and she's like, "Look, George is a fucking idiot. All right, he's a dumb guy, but there's <laughs> there's some stuff that he he sees the, the special in things." And like, that's just part of his charm. And even if yeah. maybe he's oversaw something special and thought there was something there that wasn't just cut him the fucking break. All right. Christmas is in like three days. You're going to get presents. Why are you fretting about this? Yeah. And, and then she's got like, news oh. for you, kid. Your Christmas gift is going to be that knife again. 
And I swear to God, if you don't play with those pogs, you're going to get another knife. All right. But you're, you're not going to know when that one's coming. Oh yeah. No, that, that one will come in the cover of night. No. And she's also like, and Christmas is, and she's like, Oh wait, wait, Chris. Oh, that's right. Christmas is like tomorrow. Well, no one told me. Why didn't we put, put up? De- we didn't put up any decorations. It's not even snowing. No one in town put up any decorations. George, meanwhile, rant later rants to his wife and he says, all of those people at Grover's Mill can suck my D because they, you, 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 that's it. I'm done. I'm done with these fucking people. I'm done. I'm not going to be more. This you're, not gonna have, you're not going to have George to kick around anymore. But the wife says, look, knock that shit off. All right. You, you're going to put the pilgrim. Be the man co- that I fell in love You're going to put the pilgrim costume on and you're going to fucking like it. <laughs> Mama's going to get hers. <laughs> now go be Santa Claus. There's a chimney. I'll be the no- there's a chimney waiting for Santa right yeah. now. So get the goddamn costume on. There's a naughty elf that needs to be disciplined. Really screwing around in the, in the workshop. All right. <laughs> Their shop needs to be worked. All right. <laughs> Old he's, man. And he's like, I don't even know what I, I, I get what you're getting at, but these reference, I think at a nighttime press conference at the landing. I thought pad, this was my thing. Is it your thing too? <laughs> I, all right. <laughs> That's why we're married. At the nighttime press conference at the at the landing pad, George <laughs> is about to recant on Arnold. <laughs> there are so many press conferences. It's just, it's like, it's like Giuliani trying to hold like more evidence of voter suppression. There's like one every single day of like, okay, now I got gotcha. you. Now, now, now I got it's, some story. Now for it's you. in a field somewhere. Yeah. They have, they've moved from the, the, town, the town hall. They moved from his porch to the town hall to uh, a field uh, where uh, some guy blew another guy. It's it's uh, history repeats itself over and over yeah. again. Art imitating life, life imitating art. Um. So our, George is about to recant about Arnold, but he sees his grandson in the crowd, and he already and he remembers he told his grandson, "Look, when you believe in something that powerful, when you believe in something, that's all that matters." So he recants on his recanting. He says, "I did see an alien. He we had something special." Yes. I don't want to certify the results that I already did certify. <laughs> I'm writing a letter to say they fooled us. I got right. fooled into certifying that I didn't see an alien. But the crowd turns on him and he says, look, you're fucking us. And one of the guys from city council says, you show me one other person that believes you. And maybe we'll talk about this. The grandson screams his head off. He says, I believe my grandfather I believe that he did have a special relationship <laughs> with that alien. I believe it because I it's 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 he's a changed man. Something it's is the, different about him. It's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> Everything is falling into line now. He dresses up in all these crazy costumes. He's it's it's goes he, for walks on holidays. Doesn't want to hang out with his family. They sleep in separate bedrooms for God's sakes. <laughs> Okay. All right. So the grandson says, I believe him. He goes up and he hugs George. And then right at that moment, the lights come on and a goddamn spaceship lands right there. 
Jesus Christ. The out, door out. opens and out comes an invasion army. Gort. That's right. They says. all look not they all look exactly like Bow Bridges. Bow Bridges. And he says There's a hundred of them. And he says, Klatu Barata Nikto, bitches. And then I just tells them a laser's eyes just vaporizes everybody. Yeah. No, Arnold steps out of the spaceship. He says, sorry, I'm late. He says, it's, it's uh, been revoked. I got to be here for new year's. Uh, I don't Traffic know. Traffic on the beltway. Yeah. I don't know. Something. He apologizes, but he says, uh, uh, the grandson says, is that your spaceship? And he says, not anymore. He says, I'm giving it to a friend. He gives George this fucking spaceship. And then he says, I've, I've got another, I've got a new one or something. He, sa- he says he quit. He's quit his job because he doesn't want to uh, commute anymore. And I've got a new spaceship. And this one is so old that I wouldn't get a trade in for it. Yeah. And then he says, then he's like, all right, goodbye. He should have so taken that spaceship to Galpin Mazda. Oh, they would have given Jay would have given him two grand on Galpin, the spot. Galpin Ford unseen. You you come in and you're just like, yeah, I got a car. I got like, a car. What? They're like, all right, how about I give you <laughs> give you two grand for it? And you're, yeah, like, you're your like, mouth, your jaw just hits the ground. Why don't you put that in writing first before uh, we get we get going here? Yeah. Do and then here it's the 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 chitty chitty bang bang starts clamoring <laughs> up the 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 parking lot, and then yeah. Jay's like, oh, ah, oh, you motherfucker, you fucked me. He's like. It's like we're off to a good start. Uh, and then uh, Zimmerman gets a uh, a letter, like three letters a year, telling yeah. him, about, oh, asking him if he likes his new spaceship. George calls him on his birthday, and Arnold's like, "Oh, I'm not answering that. <laughs> this is strange. I'm not answering. I don't that. like this. It's like it's been like six years since I gave him that spaceship. <laughs> <sighs> this is good stuff. This is all staying in." All right. So uh, he Arnold leaves. He says, I got someone picking me up. And then George is like, oh, by the way, Merry Christmas. It's Christmas, apparently. And George and Arnold says, OK, Merry Christmas, whatever the fuck that means. I have no idea. Also, because he said you need to be here for Christmas. And apparently in if you, imagine you showed up to a, a situation where they're like, oh, you have to be here. Got to be here for Christmas. Like, no, imagine if I was like, Mark, you have to come over from my house over to my house for like uh celebration day and you're like what's celebration day and you're like oh it doesn't matter just show up you're gonna it's gonna blow your mind you show up late and apparently on celebration day and it's like 40 people yelling at me about something <laughs> i would assume that's celebration day yeah i'd be like oh i love this all right andrew andrew go <laughs> go piss up a rope Go like, this is the best holiday ever. Sit and spin, you stupid asshole. All right. I love this. Like, that's that is that is what is left to the imagination of Bo Bridges. He's like, all right, Christmas sounds weird, but whatever. <laughs> you build a landing pad, and then, and then a then bunch just, of people show you, up and scream at you. You find the weirdest person in town, and then you just <laughs> scream at him. Does that make any less sense than if you're like, we bring a tree well, there's inside a tree the inside house. and we decorate it? Yeah, I guess. But like, again, but imagine I hyped it up to you and it's like, <laughs> you have to be, you can't miss it. I would be down with this. <laughs> you're just like, oh my God. Celebration. What, what are we celebrating? <laughs> How much we hate Andrew, apparently. And I'm like, it's, it's finally here. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. So Jory leaves. <laughs> all right. So now we're left to the end of this movie. They have just, Arnold has given him an, a, a device, <laughs> a device that allows for intergalactic space travel. Yes. We then fade to a string of cars pulling up to Grover's Mill, presumably revitalizing the city because of this great find. But these are just tourists. <laughs> and what like, they, this isn't an industry. And what have they done? They've gutted the thing and made it <laughs> made it into a diner. Made it into the UFO cafe. And made it into the UFO cafe. And uh, we see them selling shirts. We see tourists that are there. It has revitalized the local industry. But it's like the advancement of human humanity just destroyed like millennia allowing us to, to make first contacts outside of our earth. And we, he, is, George he, is, is like, he is like taking a backhoe and a sledgehammer and be like, I don't know what this glowing thing does, but it's in the way of the f- deep fryer smash. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's there's the cure for like cancer in there. And he's like, well, uh, it's this or a jukebox. But where am I gonna Where am I gonna cook up grits? I I, I don't have I don't have an option here. Gotta go. Just uh, put this and then yeah. You just, it's just it, we're there's there are like colors inside that we haven't actually seen before. And he's like, yes. get, just get rid of this. George dumps George, it, dumps dumps liquids into like the local river. He's like, get rid of this. Don't need this. Yeah, a blind man like touches something and he's like he can see again. George is like, oh yeah, that's going in the hotcakes. <laughs> Well, uh, that is because the, they just remembered that the beginning of the movie is about how the town's dying and that we don't touch on that again. So then they're like, oh, shit. Ah, oh, God, how do we fix any one problem that we present in this movie? All right, fine. What happens at the end of Field of Dreams? There's a long line of cars. Good. Do that. Done. All right. Awesome. That's the end of Guess Who's Coming for Christmas. <laughs> Mark, what did you think of this movie? Andrew, this movie sucked. It sucked. Um, it was boring is what it was. It was boring. It was boring and it was unfocused. If it was just about... And it it's so strange that it's like... It's a Christmas movie. Yes. About faith. And like, it's not about Jesus. But <laughs> also, like, it's, it's not even about Christmas. It's not even a Christmas movie. Like, there's a reason that it's called... UFO Cafe. The title card says UFO Cafe as opposed to Guess Who's Coming for Christmas because I feel like the Christmas thing was added later. Like when they knew it was going to air? Right. And I feel like they just... Because that scene, other than there's an establishing shot with a couple pieces of, uh, of Christmas decoration and then there's that scene where he's arguing and she's like holding a box of Christmas lights. Yeah. And him saying Merry Christmas at the end. There's really nothing that gets us to Christmas. Like if they wanted to go all out, it would be, I'm holding the press conference at a gazebo in the center of town, the big Christmas tree that God, like that's what he's like. I can't get the lights working. But the right. tree itself is what helps Arnold land. Navigate, yes. Exactly. Something there. Instead, they're like, oh, fuck, Christmas. Um, I don't know. Uh, she's got Christmas lights? And they're not yeah, that he in. doesn't even, like, yeah, he doesn't even put Christmas lights around the landing pad. It's like, there's, these things are so easy to do if you think about it for half a second. 
that would be could that would be actually interesting is instead of uh being like we're doing this george uses he's like i want to build a, a a santa's village and so then then he like basically fakes this like crappy santa's village on the helicopter pad and yeah. then it's like now it's a reason that it's all lit because it's a santa's village but, but then you really, also like see it from the sky right and you realize oh it's all it's he's a like die hard I, landing pad exactly he's like i need a place for santa in the in the reindeer and to the land sleigh, and they're yeah. like oh that's clever but then instead it's a it's a whole fake thing but also it's weird that like the friends are in on it for like half the movie and then they deny they it it's like mind. george should be the only one that ever sees this guy yeah and everybody is like i have a real hard time going along with you on this because it doesn't change anything that his friends see it like the right. only like the only difference is like there's three credit cards to buy the land instead of one and it's like well it should just be one <laughs> like it should just be george yes the onus should be on george because that's what would stress the family out more to be like nobody believes you because the friends are lying they know yeah. they're lying because they saw lights in the sky and george they there's no other explanation other than arnold's an alien but if george was the only one that ever saw this and then had to convince it's like the town eccentric is saying crazy things again what are we going to do and then uh, it, it's up to him and the grandson to prove everyone that he's right, as opposed to this wishy-washy thing where the wife kind of believes him, but the, the son is like, we need to, and or you also make more of a make more of a meal out of being like, he's older, and if we have to commit him, we have to commit him. It's yes. just a, it's a discussion that we need to have because he's he's going to milk you guys dry, and you won't have anything for your retirement years because he spent it pouring concrete in the middle of a fucking field yeah it yeah the, it, it just the movie just hopscotches from like conflict right forget that conflict. we'll go to something else and it's like just focus on one focus on like how his son is like terrified that his dad is crazy and like the fact that he's it, like it bothers me like i think it would have worked better if he wasn't walking around if in a um pilgrim costume if like he was known as like a straight laced upright guy, and then all of a and sudden this left this immediate ninety degree turn, and you're he just sees like, a light in the sky, and they're like, "Oh, holy shit! He's having he had a stroke, and now he thinks aliens exist." Like maybe that's too heavy, but like I don't know. It's it's something. It's, it's something. Some amount of other conflict. than just like there's a big speech at the end. I also just don't understand what the conflict is because again. George feels like he has to go to the mat for Arnold. If Arnold had done anything that had been beneficial to George, like George is like almost crashes his car or he almost gets in a fight with someone or something like that. And Arnold steps in and like saves his life or does something where he's like, I I'm, I'm indebted to you. And then he's like, I'm an alien. He's like, oh, fuck, he's a crazy person. But then he finds out he's really an alien. And he's like, this guy is something, he's a, he's special to me now. Yeah. As opposed to, I had a chance encounter with this this. Being. A stranger told me he was an alien. It would be wrong if I denied that he was an alien. Right. Like, imagine, imagine that you went to, uh, you know, it's like you're in college and you're like, my new roommate and I went to a, like a, 
you know, we went to a basketball game cause we were both bored. And then like a month later, someone's like talking shit about this person. And you're like, Hey man, hey. fuck <laughs> you. We went to a basketball game. Cause we were bored. We were, and you should have seen how many hot dogs he, he ate. ate. So many fucking hot dogs. It was actually nauseating. <laughs> Bothered me. Like, don't ask me who won the game. I have no idea. I, I just still, stared at the I hot dogs. Still think about it. There was just, and, and it was just all ketchup too. Oh, disgusting, Drenched. revolting. You couldn't see the bun. There was so much ketchup. He's, it was his, just his, bothering was, me. His fingernails, I think, are still painted tinted red because it's it's dried in there. Oh, it's it's not. But don't you ever say an unkind word about that guy. Oh, uh, and he like pulls out the knife. Like it's weird that George goes in the mat. I guess it's because he's like a supportive person. But again, it's there is nothing other. There's nothing in this movie that gives me or like motivates me to think why other than they went into the woods and they banged. Also, the alien wouldn't care. <laughs> like, That's the other thing too. It's like you don't you don't, you don't get the impression that Arnold would be like how dare you yeah there's we yeah went he's, to a, we we played poker together you, you son, of a bitch. son of a bitch and he like he also throws the knife and, and the wife's like yeah, everybody many, has a knife how many everybody knives does. george how many knives do you have <laughs> there's a big pile and there and george is like this this is why i tell people you have to write your name on your knife because someday there's just gonna be too many knives so would you recommend this movie never no, it was boring. Sorry. I like, uh, I thought Richard Mulligan is actually pretty, is like good in this. Like he's, he's one of those actors that just like, he's got this like energy to him that you just, it's, uh, he's it's, got a, he's got a watchable face Yes, as he's an very, older he's man. He's fidget, like, it's like a fidgety, interesting kind of like, he just does like weird eccentric things as he's, you know, saying his lines. He's, he, you know, he's like a, he's a more palatable Matt Frewer. Like if yeah. Matt Brewer was playing it at like a like a five instead of an eleven, you'd be like, yeah. "All right, that's fun, that's fine." Yes, and it's like also you know as an, he's eccentric and he's and he like kind of is a little weird, but you can you're like, "All right, he's just a he's a you know he's an old guy that's got his old guy thing," but it's fun. There's other ways you could take that character where it's like he's doing a big thing and this and that, and you're just like, "I hate, I don't want anything to do with this man." But uh, I don't know. Other than Richard Mulligan, I'd say don't seek it out. It's boring, but yeah. whatever. Andrew, what are we watching next week? Next time on Television Movie Night, we are watching uh, this from 1987 starring Bernard Hughes and Gerald McRaney. That's right. Major Dad. Major Dad? It's a hobo's Christmas. You show up. You just show up. Why are you here? Because it's time. Not by my clock. Time. Where have you been for the last 25 years? I went by the old neighborhood last summer. And found out where we were. You keep sending your cards. I learned your wife had died. Look, if it's money you want. No, I'm not here for money. I work for a living. I pay my way. I always have. Here because I want to spend Christmas with you. You haven't earned the right. Wow. Now was he McCormick, or was was he Hardcastle or McCormick? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs>
Wasn't that also a... He's just major dad to me. That's all he'll ever... That's what's going to be on his tombstone. He dates a Delta. He dated Delta Burke, and he was major dad. Yeah. And uh, even though he's uh, he's in like he was in uh, he's in Deadwood. He's like he's a very Deadwood, commanding house like of, he, house. He was he has a major role in House of Cards. Like yeah, when you, it's it was bizarre when you see because we grew up with him as major dad, which and is then a show that only in, ran for like four years. <laughs> yeah, and then when you see him in like a dramatic role calling someone a cocksucker, you're like, oh, you're so like no, holy god! Major dad saying those things. Your dad is angry. That's yeah. Uh, that's for next time. It's a hobo's Christmas. Load up your bindle and remember Grab your to... bindle stick and pose for Red Skelton. He's going to paint you. That's right. All right. Well, see you next year. Television Movie Night, your home and resource for made-for-TV movies. You can listen to past episodes by going to soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash T... What did I say? Soundcloud.com TV... Soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. Facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. Uh, we might get a Twitter someday. Maybe Probably someday. Uh, you can email us at TV Movie Night Podcast at gmail.com. You can uh, listen to us and subscribe on iTunes. Follow us and listen to us on Spotify. I don't know why I'm having, I, I have this patter down all the time and I, I've overthought it this time. I, I think I've completely, I think you've been completely thrown by the garbage pile of a show that we did thing. today. And you can listen and subscribe to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more at soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie nights. TV movie nights. Hold on. <laughs> I, I. I am now. I'm in my head on this one. Look, if you listen to the show, you know where to find us. All right? TV Movie Night Podcast at SoundCloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. Uh, Mark, is there anything else? Andrew, I know you won't believe me. Okay, but I was driving my car last night. Oh no! And I saw a creature that I believe to be an alien. They were walking the street. <laughs> They had their thumb out. Oh, no. And this was an alien. And and it was an alien. And we had a special experience. Okay. And right. um, I'm going to tell the press about it. Uh, bye. <laughs> and I hope that you will support me fully and uh, just let everybody know that aliens are real. Aliens I are real. A, I had a special you had experience. Yeah, special Well... I would suggest uh, maybe discussing uh, like uh, maybe like a, with a doctor before the press, but the doctor's going to tell everyone anyway. So you uh, kill, yeah, it's kill, two bird, anyway. kill two birds with one stone. 